All right. Hello. It is Andre, the two ugly for TV podcast. We mock the news so you don't have to. Hello, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That is Jake Vevra, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City. And let's start banging out some news. Jake, uh, I want to jump right in on this one. We've talked about it in the past, and it keeps happening. And every time, it makes me laugh. Uh, This is We've talked about it with the Army, but this headline, it's the Navy. No diploma, no problem. Navy again lowers requirements as it struggles to meet recruitment goals. Back in the day, you, uh, you, you there was a standard like to to get into the military. They wanted the the best and the brightest. They they took whoever. But as it is not a conscript anymore, as there is no dra- uh, draft, and they have to have volunteers, the Navy is starting to enlist individuals who didn't graduate from high school or get a GED marking the second time in about a year that the service has opened the door to lower-performing recruits as it struggles to meet enlistment goals. Um, I, I don't... Uh, Jake, you were in the Army. Um, what, isn't the Navy supposed to be a, a step above the Army? Isn't the Army known as the grunts and, like, Air Force are the elite, mil, uh, the Marines are the tough ones? I don't know. High school diploma, GED, these things could be kind of important <laughs> no no not really here here's the thing and, and it depends on your job because there's all different jobs in all the True. branches you know what i mean like every branch has a different thing it, like if you're saying oh well the, the the navy they do more this or that yeah but they also have like seals and shit you, you know what i mean so like they do all that uh, like the, the tough guy shit too it just depends on what your job is right so uh they they'll have jobs for anybody just to work in supply and you could be the dumbest motherfucker on earth. Yeah, you may not make it very high rank wise, but you know you'll you'll be a PFC in supply forever, no matter how dumb you go you are. in as an E one. You exit as an E one. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's just it's it's one of those things. And and getting a high school diploma, uh, especially if we're counting a GED, that doesn't fucking mean anything. The recruiters would just get those for guys. They would just have got to where it's like, hey, just make the, you know, uh, George Bush needs guys. So they would just, you know, they would give you the fucking thing. Um, they, they had a, a test called the ASVAB test. I'm sure they still have it now. It's basically like an academic test to where, you know, you just, you take that as well as, you know, list the diploma, the whatever. That's they what this is. This says they can, if they have an, without an education credential, be able to join as long as they score 50 or above on a qualification test, which is out of 99. So here's the thing. It's a really easy fucking test. And I say that as somebody. Person, who, man, television, whatever uh, Trump's thing. Is it that easy? What do you mean? What? Uh, what was Trump's thing? Uh, his cognitive test. Person, man, uh Oh, right. Yeah. It's up there with whatever he was babbling about. It's pretty goddamn easy. Like I scored upper 90 percentile and I quit going to the normal high school and just went to the ones for for junkies and dropouts, the alternative ones where they don't make you do any schoolwork. I was able to crush this. I got like a 98, 99. Like it's really, really easy. I could have gotten any job. I picked infantry anyway because they had really high sign-on bonuses at the time. This was in 2005. And so I, I, I... that said, infantry had the lowest requirement for this thing. So out of 100, you only needed to get 34 on this thing. You needed a 34%. They wrote waivers for guys to get in 
uh, who couldn't get 34. I was down there with a guy who, um, like, like in basic training, and this this one kid was from Georgia, and people are talking about stuff they got waivers for. Most people would get waivers for like you know criminal background things like that. Some medical, but they were still pretty big sticklers for medical because they didn't want to be on the hook for surgeries and things like yeah, this. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, well, even even in 2005, when they were like, we need to actively occupy two countries, they were like, we don't want to do any back surgeries if we don't have to. You, you know what I mean? Just shit yeah. like that. Uh, that said, everybody's talking about waivers they got. This one kid goes, uh, like, really country-ass fucking guy from Georgia, and he goes, uh, yeah, I got me a waiver. And and we're like, what'd you get a waiver for? He's like, ASVAB. And we're like, the, the fucking... The education test, you only needed like a 34 on that. Yeah, it took it twice. Couldn't do it. And we're like, what the hell did you get? He's like, 19. No fucking shame whatsoever. I'm like, 19. Nine fucking ten. Bro, it's, it's, it was multiple choice fill in the dot test out of four. You literally could have picked A on every question and gotten higher than a 19. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> Do you remember any of the questions? Like, I mean, how, and like oh, just an it. example? No, this was damn near twenty years ago. They, they were easy. This was, it was like eighth grade e education shit. Like uh. it was, it was, you know, um, yeah, really, really basic because it's it's the same test throughout the entire country. So in some of those places where they're like, we're not going to fund public schools at all and encourage people to homeschool, they they still got to fucking pass. So I, you know, the dumbest motherfuckers can get in. That's nothing new. If anything, if you're going to make it that easy, do away with the whole high school diploma thing. Anyway, if, if, if a GED will count and a recruiter can just go to the GED office and be like, hey, man, uh, can you can you skip a few of the harder questions for God and country? Huh? <laughs> wink, wink, wink. Here's 20 bucks. You think the guy working at the GED office, you think it takes him a lot of money to be bribed? No, you can do it for packs of cigarettes. Um, what you said though, it did, uh, my, my, uh, my understanding of the military, the, the, you know, the air force of the elite, uh, if 34 or 35 is what you needed, Hey, they need 50. So uh, the Navy still has higher standards. Uh, oh yeah. Dude, no infantry had the lowest standards yeah. for fucking anything. That's the thing. And, and you get the full range of being in an infantry unit, but like some of the, the brightest, sharpest, like quickest, if you fucking throw a new piece of equipment that we have, it doesn't matter, not even like necessarily military related, just here's new software for whatever. Here's new hardware, whatever. Here's a tool you've never used. Like the quickest, sharpest minds I've ever met were in the army. That said, the dumbest, slowest, <laughs> dullest, least sharpest mind I've ever met. You, you get the full scale. You get the full scale. See, 80% are just in the middle. 80% are just regular dudes who are doing this for a job or whatever. 10% are doing it because they're like super patriotic. or they're, I, I think there was a Tom Cruise movie where I had a Yeah, it was, it was uh, uh, Jack Reacher. It was great. You know, some yes, do it out of I've family, been some this. do it out of patriotism, and some just want to kill people. And that's a stupid fucking quote. It's ridiculous, and here's why. Well, he said here's it was what? a minority. He said there's every so often, but... No, nah, no. Nah, here, here's here's a great here's movie. No, nah, here's, here's why it's a stupid quote. Because I used to use that same thing. I said 80% are doing it just for a job. 10% are doing it because they're super patriotic, and they're going to be really high speed for the most part. They're going to be really just with it, a lot of these guys. Um, and then 10% are doing it, not because they're serial killers, but because they are so fucking dumb that they will never make it anywhere else where there's not somebody else literally telling them in their room, hey, time to wake up and do a thing now. Here's the pants. It matches everyone else's. You don't have to fuck that up. Uh, showing up to your job at Wendy's in a Hawaiian shirt or something. 
it's it's some people need that shit. There are also, if you break the percentages down more, there are some that are like, all right, uh, your your crime was not that bad, so you got a choice: military or jail. Or maybe that was just during Vietnam. But the that well, that army's done that, that too. Where it's like, if you if you didn't stab someone in the neck, you know, you, you got there were choices: you either go to jail or you join the military. That was more during Vietnam because okay. they had a draft, but they did they did give a lot of waivers for criminal stuff when I was in. Again, you couldn't stab somebody in the neck, but the most yeah. other things you could get in. That said, the, the stupid Jack Reacher quote was like, some people are just doing it because they're serial killers. If you join the army because you're a serial killer, you're going to be one bored fucking serial killer like 99.9% <laughs> of the time. Well, and that was his quote get- in the movie. He said he was just sitting there the entire time and he knew he was going home without having uh, scratched his itch. So he, that's why he did what he did. Mm. He said that... Uh, well, that yeah. makes sense. Because most of the firefights I ever got in, I was shooting at people that were so far away I could just see the muzzle flashes. And like... There was, I, I was just trying to figure out where my M4 rounds were fucking, I'm just lobbing it in the air, trying to figure out which bullet fucking uh, uh, scuffs, because you just see the dirt kick up, like which right. ones are mine. And it, it's like, when you even do push forward enough to where you find the body, because it hasn't been drugged off by a guy and thrown into one of their vans or trucks or whatever, and just thrown away. It's like, you don't know who the fuck shot him. So if you were a serial killer, you'd be like, dude, we waited 20 minutes to push forward. And then like, I, it, it probably was that guy with the crew serve, honestly, that got him. So I'm one sad serial killer today, even though we kind of did get to shoot somebody. You know, I didn't get to see the life flow out of his eyes. I didn't get to strangle him in my little cabin in the woods and do the thing that makes me feel. Ah. Uh, the one thing this story didn't say that we've talked about in the past is this was just uh, the education. Uh, we have seen them lower um, to to a rate uh, of physical requirements. And I know that. Oh, sure. I, what, when I toured for comedy in places like Japan and uh, I didn't, I, I did see it a little bit in country too in Iraq, and Iraq, but there, there were some like, I don't know how they got through PT, how they got through boot camp because it, it, do they, do they do, I don't remember what you said, but how often do they like, all right, everybody, 25 pushups. Jacobson, well, a, a lot for me, I was four. in an infantry unit. It's it's different. It's different if you're if you're in a, a unit that to where that's not your fucking job. Like the guy who's working in payroll, I don't care how many fucking push-ups he can do. I don't care if don't he they can't all have to go a, through the same basic training to get yeah, in? Yeah, but that's that, basic training. That's like a few months, man. Oh, that's okay. not you know what I mean. And 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 it, you can be again. It they'll they'll do waivers and shit. They'll like in in. I mean, a physical. That's a joke I was just making. It was literally like, you know, 25 push ups, except you, you do four. You know, like. Uh, it, right. Yeah. Because, you know, at, at the end of the day, physical fitness is not important to most jobs in the military as it is to, you know, combat medic. Infantry, yeah, everybody thinks the like military that. is all guns. There's a no. lot of desk work, there's a lot of paperwork. It's mostly not guns. Pushing. It's mostly not guns. I yeah. was dumb enough to pick a job with guns, and it sucked. I like guns, but. <laughs> The sleeping outside in the cold, uh, that fucking blows, dude. I don't like it's it's why they treat you like shit. It's wildly uncomfortable the whole time. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, squeaks. Your boy's awake. All yeah, right. Now this this may have to be a uh, uh, this may be a loud, annoying podcast. Sorry. Nah, that's all right. He he slept but late. I couldn't get him to take a nap. So you and I are loud and annoying regardless. I thought go. this was fucking hilarious. Are lab-grown diamonds worthless? Experts weigh in as engagement ring priorities shift for millennials, Gen Z, 
Diamonds are a Gen Z's girl's best friend as long as they're lab grown. Hey, um, you know what? All diamonds are worthless. Who gives a fuck about it? It's, it's a controlled market. There, it's not a rare resource. It's not a rare mineral, whatever you want to call it. Uh, De Beers controls everything. They're plentiful. They just you know, put it in a funnel so that only a few get through, and it's an inflated value. Are lab-grown diamonds worthless? All fucking diamonds are worthless. All of them. We've talked about this. My wife wears fake. She's got cubic zirconia or some shit. Nobody ever gets out a, a jeweler's loop and, and approaches my wife and says, hey, wait a second, wait a second. You just glance at it. It looks like a ring. Uh, if, if she ever gets uh, taken by Colombian uh, uh, kidnappers, uh, they're going to be disappointed when they like steal it and go to sell it. It... it all diamonds are goddamn worthless. The fact that this was a, an article. What do you mean it's a cubic zirconium? But, but I still got a finger attached to it. I, <laughs> I committed heinous things to get this diamond. Right. It's technically a blood cubic zirconium now. I killed someone for it. If you buy a lab, this is from the story. If you buy a 27-year-old uh, wedding, whatever. If you buy a lab-grown diamond, lab-grown diamond, leave your money at the door, one person wrote. It's worthless the minute you buy it. It, so is a regular diamond. It, it's it, yeah, it has resale if you want to call it that. It's it's like anything. It's it's like a value valuable comic book or a collector's item stamp. It's worth what people will pay, only because they'll pay it. In reality, it's just a fucking stone from the earth. Yes, this study brought to you by K Jewelers, <laughs> the the company that thinks that that cheap man made diamonds are bullshit. Exactly. No, I, I think it's great that Gen Z's going away from those goddamn things. I, I mean, do. Like, it's it, dude. It's tough to sit there and it would, like, if you have a blood diamond on your finger, you better not preach to me about any social causes ever. You know, uh, uh, you can't retweet BLM when there's an African blood diamond on your finger. Like that's just it, it's fucking weird. You know. Yeah, the uh, it's also funny too what people. But everybody's a, a, a hypocrite. I mean, everybody picks and chooses what they want to be moral about. But I hear you. I agree with you. Um, well, the and, average, and, and a lot of people they fall for that shit. They're like, "Oh well, I got a conflict-free diamond." Yeah, I'm sure that Adam Sandler's character from Uncut Gems was a hundred percent honest with you. When you ask, did some kid get his head cut off with a machete for this? He'd be like, oh, no. Oh, you want a conflict-free one? They're all conflict-free in this. In this, It's not like you pull them out and it was like, nah, only blood diamonds today. Sorry. Come back and give me thousands of dollars next month. Exactly. The average cost of an engagement ring right now is $6,000. I'm going to go on record and say not even close. That's what I spent. Not even close to six, uh, well under. And I, I spent a couple grand, I think. But here, here's uh, the, the bottom yeah. of the article made me laugh because is a lab grown foolproof ethical alternative uh, economical? No. It takes a ridiculous amount of energy to run these machines. It's not as sustainable as they are making marketing themselves to be. So it's it's one of those things where, um, you know, oh, it's the I green alternative. It, it's like uh, biodiesel uh, or or uh, not biodiesel, ethanol. It's like ethanol. Well, we use the corn. Yeah, but you're using water to grow the corn. It, it's it's not a, a saving any. You, you can feel good about it, but no, either, it is either, saving. Either you're with kids or you're hurting the planet. Saving. Again, I don't really like it. it the, the blood diamond thing had nothing to do with carbon emissions. All right. For all the things we do that causes carbon emissions, um, not getting a little head 
a little kid's head cut off in the Congo. That to me feels like we should burn a few carbon for. I don't know. It's just, you, you know, it seems more important than, I, I don't know, uh, NASCAR. I, there's a lot of things we do that, 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 that burns gas that doesn't really have like a, we officially need this to survive kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I say anything that gets us away from those fucking blood diamonds is a good thing. Also, I'm broke and I can't afford them. Yeah. And, or one thing that could get us away from them, just go fucking cubic zirconia and, and no diamonds. So, that's the move. That's the move. All right. Oh, uh, sign in to read this article. I sent you something and I can't even read it, but I know what it's about. I can see the headline sort of. Um, this is, I, I find so fun this week. Uh, for, for the past few weeks, I, I've been hearing stories that Republicans and Democrats are really close on comprehensive immigration reform. They are ready to, to have it go, but as they push up to the cusp of having legislation both sides can agree upon, oops, now Republicans don't want to give Biden a win in an election year. Trump is getting involved and in saying uh, he doesn't want Republicans to pass it because they want to use it as an issue. They, they have legislation that both sides like, and yet Republicans might not vote for it, so then they can turn around and scream on the news, oh, the border, and Biden, the article I can't read, but I, I know the headline, I love the way he is pushing buttons. Biden said, hey, sign this legislation. It gives me executive powers to close the border, and I will. I will close the border if you sign this legislation. So it'll be hilarious that the only problem I have with it is Democrats are so shit piss poor at messaging and, and commercials. They need to get that out there. Biden needs to be saying, hey, Republicans better sign this bill so I can shut the border. We need to sign this bill so I can close the border. You want the border closed? I, but he's not. That that needs to be the push because it's just hilarious to me that that's how politics works. Is well, but he can't push. He can't publicly push that hard because he. It's a weird his shit base. Thing. Well, no, his because, base of pussy liberals. Well, that and he he can't sit there going. We need more border control because then it's like, well, come time for general election you're kind of saying the opposite so it, it's it's a weird thing to where it's like well i can't i can't go too hard otherwise i'm pushing the other side's message i think he should though i think he should be pushing the other side's message. i think he should be taking the border issue away from republicans that's what he's doing right now he's made the statement i think he just needs to yeah push i mean, hard on it i think you can you can do that and prove that they're ineffective without yeah. without uh, you know what i mean really turning into the um uh, you know, let's let's crack down on the border and and babble on and on about how fentanyl is coming across in little kids' lunchboxes and things like that. Even though it's for the most part not, it's coming through legal checkpoints. Because think about it: if you're a fucking drug dealer, if you're like, it's my job to smuggle shit across the border. Do I want to? I don't know. Send it with someone who will be arrested and detained if anyone sees them. Or do I want to send it with a citizen who's going to drive through with the truck? I can have it hidden. Thing that's the yeah. way they're doing it. They're, no, they're setting it in comics and with uh, conics and and, what, and what do they say? Like that. I don't have the percentage in front of me, but something like uh, everything goes through the border in uh, regular vehicles, like you just said, and they catch I don't know five or ten percent of it. I mean, what, what's when they get caught? It's like oh, you, you busted me, but then ten other cars went through with fucking wheels lined with coke and just a good passport yeah it's right they, that's they how they're doing it they're not sending it across mules. with migrants they're not sending it across with migrants because the 
A, it can get stolen by the coyotes and be like, I don't know what happened. And B, B, how much can a migrant carry versus a fucking vehicle? Right, right. And, and the vehicle, for the most part, is not going to get, like, like, it'll get searched, but you have it hidden to where it doesn't get found. The yeah. migrant, if they get caught, if anybody sees them, anybody picks them up at any point, they're getting searched and, you know, sent back and your shit's getting confiscated. So it's like you're, you're going to send it through with a citizen. And you know, I was just going to say, and that citizen, I'm going to guess, I'm going to go out on a limb here, Jake. Uh, they look like you or me. Uh, That's the move. You, what's that? Yeah. You, you, you get a whitey, you get a hunky and say, hey, here, here's some money. I, I, there's, there's no virtue in the white community. It's not like white people say, oh, no, we can't be part of the drug deal. No, that, it, it, the, the people that are angry are the ones like, oh, damn, Mexicans bringing drugs. Hey, guess who's actually uh, uh, <laughs> the people that won't get caught? Us. It's insane. If I was a drug mule, I would, I would, I would look like Ned Flanders. I would get the mustache and everything. <laughs> Hotly ho, border agent Reno. You know, like it, it would be. It would. Yeah, be I'm coming thing. back on a mission. I here's the, I'd have the Bible. pictures here's, of here's, Jesus all over my fucking truck. We're all wearing white shirts and ties. We were down there, yeah. uh, you know, spreading the word. Yeah, it would be me. My my wife who's got the blouse button up to here. We we'd be singing songs about Jesus. And then as oh, soon as I see them checking the tires, it's like the fucking feds are on to us. And I'm I'm pulling out I'm pulling out a goddamn uh, Thompson machine gun and a fedora, and I'm I'm turning into a twenty style gangster. Nah, see, nah, I'm not really Ned Flanders. It's a fake mustache. Nah. And then I'd fucking fire at him, and you never take me alive, coppers. That kind of thing. It's the Jason Sudeikis Jennifer Aniston movie. We're the I can't think of the name though. Oh yeah, yeah. I I never saw it, but I know we're I the about. the family yeah. name. We're the yeah. It was actually really funny. It was a funny movie. I enjoyed the shit out of it. But that's what they did. Is uh, he got in with his dealer? He was a low level pot dealer. That was what he did. And something happened. He got in with his dealer. He's like, all right, go bring this across the border. I believe it was. And I only saw it once. It was funny. But uh, God, what was it? we're the normals? We're the Flanders? Whatever. It was that was the, that was yeah. the movie. But that was the premise. The you know, they send a f- uh, people that look like a family across, and they they bring the drugs. Yeah, I never saw it, but I, I saw the previews. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. Um, let's wrap it there because we both have things to do today. Um, go Lions as we record this. The Lions, Lions are playing in a few hours. Yes. I ha- Okay. So I have to tell you a uh, funny story about that. Yes. I, I never really bet on sports. I made, I made a lot of money on, on Caesar Sportsbook with like the, they give you like a lot of incentives when they when they first made it legal in New York. And I ended, yeah. up, I ended up coming out pretty good on that one. I ended up like making a couple grand. But like I... I was going through the the betting now and just kind of looking at the odds. And I went to futures and I saw that the odds for the, like if you bet on the lions to win the super bowl, like now before the NFC championships, it was like 13 to one. And I was like, Oh dude, I'll, I'll take that action. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's, that's crazy. Good odds. Jake, stop yelling. Oh my oh, God. I never should have been a father. Um, Listen, if there's anybody, if there's any coyotes who are like kidnapping children, can you fucking come here to Woodside and get this little kid? God damn it. Um, uh, when they don't nap, it's the worst. I remember that, dude, all too well. But yeah, so I, I put I put 50 to win the Super Bowl, you know, and then I bet another 50 like just on this one because that was like three to one on the NFC championship. Yeah. And um yeah, you're thinking what well, 13 to 1 does seem pretty good. Yeah, that's because I bet 13 to 1 that the Lions would win the Super Bowl of 2025. 
<laughs> yeah, I bet the wrong year. I bet the wrong fucking year. And now I'm like, it should have been way more than 13 to one. Like that means they have to have another good season and win all the playoffs. Right. Uh, like, that's crazy. It should have been. But then like, and I should. That's not even the fine up. print, is it? You, you, that's not even the fine print. Probably it was probably somewhere in there. You just missed it. Well, no, it did say Super Bowl 2025. But it was um, the first thing when you click on futures, you have to scroll down past it to get to Super Bowl 2024. I'm like, you motherfuckers, this is bullshit. So I bet another 50 on that because that was eight to one. But still, if that's eight to one, I, I winning it next year should be way more than 13 to one because it's like I, I, anything could happen in a year. I don't know yeah. that they're also going to be this good next year. Coming Price off a great season doesn't thinking. mean you're going to have a great season. Right, yeah. I mean, you have a good team now. You're you're probably not going to go zero and sixteen again, like back in two thousand eight. But like, I, I, yeah, just assuming that they're going to be this good next year from now, the odds should be astronomical. I should have known something was up when I went to DraftKings and just just got it because I bet this on Caesar Sportsbook. Wait, 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 wait. Stop right there. Um, that's where you need to stop talking. I should have known something was up when I went to DraftKings. Period. That's where you know something's up is you're on a fucking gambling site. No, no, here's no, no, that's not where I'm going to stop because I went to DraftKings and the odds uh, were like seven and a half to one. And that didn't really trigger anything that it's like you're getting half as much for betting on the Super Bowl at that app. I just just quickly, you know, I was doing other shit. I was kind of, you know, and I just wrote it off as well. I guess that DraftKings fucking blows goats. Uh, good thing I bet on Caesars Sportsbook. That's why I give unto Caesars and not to DraftKings. It's because Caesars gives you twice the odds for the same bet. I That never triggered in my uh. mind before I went back again. I'm like, wait a minute, 2025? That's not next week, you know, and I just, <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. And so now I have um, 50 on Detroit to win this Sunday, 50 on them to win the Super Bowl this year, and 50 on them to win the Super Bowl next year. So fingers crossed, Detroit wins the Super Bowl two years in a row. Well, I, I am on the Lions bandwagon. My Packers got uh, beat, whatever. So I, I have no like, oh, they're NFC North rivals. Fuck them. No, uh, good for Detroit. I want them to go all the way. Um, find Jake at Jake Vevra on all the social medias, uh, watch twisted Cupid live on YouTube and maybe Instagram. Uh, do you do it live on Instagram or just YouTube? No, no, we, we got clips. Follow us you on, put the clips on Instagram. Yeah, I, yeah. Instagram is where you find at Jake Vevra. Uh, you can find me at NathanTimmel.com, and I have a t-shirt store and I, I, Ooh, I don't know if I told you this. It's done. I have to download it. I haven't, I got the note yesterday. I recorded a special an hour long at the Ideal Theater, and it's been uh, being edited, and I, I saw the, the rough draft, and it looked good. Um, I'm going to download the, the official and see if it's actually done, but it, it should be ready. You might have an hour of me doing stand-up, uh, professionally recorded and edited. So, all right, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Chicago Comedy Scene Radio Network. If the Lions lose this weekend, I'm smuggling fentanyl. <laughs>